This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Carlos Boozer is not only an Olympic gold medalist and a national champion and a two-time NBA All-Star, he is now an author. Every Shot Counts by Carlos Boozer, a memoir. Uh, which was more difficult to do? <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I would tell you the book probably took two and a half to three years to complete and finish. But obviously the competition I played against uh, around the world was, was very challenging as well. It would have been much more difficult to write the book had like Shaq been there defending you while you were writing. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's just you and your thoughts, man. Uh, did you ever have, uh, I guess, writer's block might not be the right word, but do you have trouble? Like, what was the hardest part about doing it? I think some of it was just tapping into some of the childhood trauma, you know, right. dealing with that. Uh, I think also, like, reminiscing on some difficult moments, some difficult, you know, all through life we have peaks and valleys. So some of the valleys... It's like reliving the moment as you write it on paper. So some of those moments, but I, I think ultimately just wanted to get my voice out there through the book so that people can understand that if you have a dream, fight for it. You know, I think a lot of times we, you know, people want to be a photographer or an artist or whatever the case may be, and they run into their first speed bump or maybe a third roadblock or what have you, and they stop and they pivot and decide to change their mind. My, my 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 message is to go through the roadblock. Like I had a seventh grade teacher, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, you go in and you say, hey, what do you want to do when you grow up? And I'm like, I want to be an NBA player. And she's like, you know, Carlos, you should look at your expectations. Maybe work at, you know, think about working at the local gas station or local grocery store. And I'm coming from a household where my parents allowed me to dream. So when I, when I go back to my teacher, I said, you know what? I want to be in the NBA. That, obviously, you know, you think about that from a, sure. a kid who's growing up in Juneau, Alaska, 12 years old. Hey, I want to go to the NBA. It's not like a, a, a stream path right to the league, right? But she discouraged me. And instead of me listening to my seventh grade teacher, I decided to go after my goal and go after my dream. So my message is, if you have a dream, don't get discouraged. Use that as motivation and keep going. So you're in Juneau, Alaska in seventh grade. So uh, when you say, I want to play in the NBA, I can understand a seventh grade teacher going, well, Carlos, that's ridiculous. If you had said, I want to, uh, you know, drive a sled in the Iditarod, she might have been okay with that. For sure. sure. Now, we were definitely known for the Iditarod race and a lot of hockey players uh, go pro from Alaska. Basketball is not the hotbed that everybody might think it might be. But there is a good basketball culture up there. You'd be shocked. Really good coaches. Shout out to George Houston, Hall of Fame coach that coached me in high school. Um, really good, really good. Uh, I'd say basketball lineage up there, but not necessarily star NBA players. Well, two things about uh, basketball in Alaska. One, I'm sure there had to be some influence with Trajan Langdon. I know you guys didn't. You're not from the same town, uh, mm-hmm. but you know uh, it's rare that. You know, any school has kind of a pipeline, if you will, to Alaska basketball. Uh, but it worked in the case of Duke with Trajan Langdon first and then you. Uh, and when I was a kid, I'm much young, much older than you. Uh, and I went to the University of Maryland. One of my first experiences was watching the Great Alaska Shootout, which used yeah. to be as popular. And maybe it, it probably predates the Maui Invitational and the Rainbow Classic and all of those events in the, uh, you know, early season, mid, you know, holiday time. But the Great Alaska Shootout used to be the thing. 
Oh, my goodness. I mean, the great thing for us was we got to go to it. I went to it maybe like five or six years in a row. Got to see like Antoine Walker and Ron Mercer, Wayne wow. Turner at Kentucky go up there. I got to see uh, Duke come through there. So for me, the Alaska shootout was like the biggest tournament I'd ever seen in my life when I was in middle school. And the funny thing is if I didn't leave after my junior year, we were going to go back for my senior year. Right. Oh, wow. How about that? Mm-hmm. That would have been yeah. playing in front of friends and family and maybe your seventh grade teacher. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I actually, well, it's funny. I actually, I actually got him tickets to a game in Seattle before they moved to OKC. So he came to watch me play. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Your experience being recruited by Coach K. Um, I'm sure, and your your experience with the whole, you know, uh, youth basketball, hey, whatever it was, had to be vastly different from your two boys, Cam and Caden, right now. How do you impart some of the values that your parents instilled in you, and now they viewed that? How do you deal with that with your kids? Yeah, the landscape is so different than, you know, 25 years ago when I was growing up, right? So, you know, there was no social media back then. I think at the time, really, you know, we had dial-up, I think, when I was was kid, for God's sake. But one of the cool things being from Alaska is AAU ball really helped a guy like me, right? Right. I could be be the best player nobody ever heard of, but I got a chance to go down to a couple of camps when I was like 14 – one of them being uh, the double pump camp ran by right. Dan and David Pump down in California. Went there, got discovered uh, by Darren Matsubara, who was my travel team coach. And Mott, uh had a bunch of guys, myself, Deshaun Stevenson, the Lopez brothers, who are oh. still playing in the NBA today, yes. um, coming out of the program called EBO. And so EBO, I got a chance to play in Vegas and California and New York and all over the place as a teenager. And so that's how I got discovered, you know, and then, Nowadays, there's so many platforms. You got social media. Every time my kids play a game, they go viral. Yeah, viral wasn't even a word when I was <laughs> when I was growing up, right? Well, it was, but it meant something else. It might, it might have meant something <laughs> different. Yeah. So I'll tell you what, though. I think in this day and age, I take my hat off to my kids for the maturity that they show, because everywhere you move, there's a camera phone. Every time you do something, yeah. it goes right and instantaneously to the web, and they've been able to, to handle themselves in a very mature fashion. So. I take my hat off to my boys, and it's cool. It's it's cool that some of the coaches that recruited me are now recruiting my kids. That they've been coaching too long, Carlos. I think that's what that <laughs> I think that's what that says. They have been coaching way too long. Carlos Boozer is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. In the the whole process, I know that there are a lot of people out there that believe. Well, we all know where Cam and Caden are going to go uh, because because of your stardom at Duke. Um, and, but you have said f- throughout this entire process that the decision is entirely theirs. Are you rooting, though, for a particular school? Oh, my goodness. I, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I think it would be an incredible story uh, if they went to Duke. But they, that was the right choice for me 20 years ago. You right. know, playing for Coach K at Duke was the right move for, for Carlos Boozer. But for, you know, for Cameron and Caden, they have to decide what's the right choice for them there. You know, they went on their first visit to Kentucky. They have like 10 more visits to go yeah. on um, throughout the rest of the year. And as they build relationships with these coaches and coaching staffs and get a chance to watch how they coach their teams, they'll get a vibe for what fits them. And it's a different it's a different landscape. I think Duke has a great shot at winning a championship this year. They got one of the best 
teams back this year with four out of the five starters. Kentucky has loaded roster. Kansas has loaded roster. I think Kansas is going to end up being number one in the country mm-hmm. this season. There's a ton of schools that are making great noise. Missouri has a great recruiting class coming in in a couple of years. So there's a ton of schools that are in the mix for my boys, and they're building those relationships that I got to build with Coach K, you know, 25 years ago, and it was the right choice for me. But I'll tell you, whatever – Whatever school that they decide, I'll be the first dad through the door with that hat on. <laughs> By the way, uh, is Cameron for Cameron? Yeah, it was. I mean, obviously, it's, <laughs> obviously, we, we didn't know he was going to be in the right. area that he is today. But yeah, that was that was the motivation behind it and Cameron. Sure. All right, because I would, you know, we don't want him to have to change his name to like Rupp <laughs> or uh, Fog or anything, uh, anything like right. that. Carlos Boozer is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. And I had totally forgotten to mention the fact that you're also uh, with an analyst with ACC Network. So give me a critique on John Shire's first year at Duke. We're going to talk to him next week. Adam Gold here with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. Are most of your clients hands-on or they just give you their money and let it work for them? About 90% give the money and then we meet every year and go through status reports, sure. have a financial pit stop, making sure everything's fine. It is like a puzzle, Adam, but for the next 10 of you, we'll solve your own retirement puzzle at no cost or obligation. Call and claim your comprehensive review with Coach Pete and the team, 888-843-0013, or text ADAM to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Shari's done a great job. I mean, you think about you think about what he's been able to do leaving with Coach K leaving that huge shadow, he comes in his first year, goes undefeated at home in Cameron Indoor Stadium, which is unprecedented, <laughs> and then goes out and wins the ACC tournament. And then obviously they get knocked out by a veteran team yeah. in the second round. But great, great season. I think they went 26-7, and seven, something like that. A lot of coaches would love that to be their first season. And then, they, and then he brings back four out, of, four out mm. of five starters, only losing lively to the Dallas Mavericks in the lottery, and has a stud lineup, you know. So... And they got diaper dandies coming in like Jerry McCain yep. and, and Sean Stewart to go along with Tyrese Proctor and uh, Kyle Filipowski, who I think was like the surprise of college basketball last year. Everybody was talking about everybody else, and this guy ends up being ACC Rookie of the Year, yeah. ACC MVP, uh, ACC Tournament MVP, that is. They still got Jeremy Roach, a four-year player who's been through all the wars and everything, and uh, to have that veteran leadership is going to help dramatically. And they got the Army Swiss knife and Mark uh, Mark Mitchell, who yep. can do a little bit of everything, defend, rebound. I think they're loaded. And I think that those four guys played a lot of minutes last year, got a lot of experience last year. They're going to be even better this year. Um, and I think Tyrese Proctor may end up being one of the best guards in college basketball, period, this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how they play. I'm excited to see how Coach Shire coaches. I think he's got a – a great pulse on this new generation as he's, he's not that far removed from them. Does a great job of interacting with uh, the guys during practice and getting them prepared and still having that traditional Duke culture that Coach K built, you know, 40 years ago. So he has a, he's a great mix of old and new, and they are loaded this year. At this rate, John Shire, who is like 15, uh, is going to <laughs> recruit Cam and Caden's kids uh, which will be completely ridiculous. All right. <laughs> F- final thing for Carlos Boozer, the author of the book, Every Shot Counts. So you you talk, you talk go through a lot of different things about uh, your career and all of that. And I want to ask you this. More pressure, playing for Coach K or playing with LeBron James? Uh, probably say playing for Coach K. You know, the funny thing is when you level up, 
like going from high school to college or going from college to the NBA, it's, it, it requires a whole new version of, of you, right? You got to be that much better to compete at the high level. Like I was going from dominating Alaska basketball and summer leagues to going and playing against some of the best players in the country and playing for one of the best coaches on the planet and having to compete um, to try to win championships mm-hmm. and also just establish myself as a good player. That was pressure. You know, I think playing with LeBron, he made the game so easy for us. So he loved to pass the ball. We had to, like, his rookie year, we had to force him to shoot the ball because he could score whenever he wanted to, but he loved to pass the ball. So right. that wasn't – it wasn't as much pressure. Now, there was a lot more eyeballs, <laughs> I would say, that his rookie year than my rookie year. When we got him, it was like, oh, my God, we got everybody watching finally. Um, but pressure-wise, I would say playing for Coach K and, and leveling up to that competition level. Yeah, I think right now it might it might be flipped. Uh, <laughs> right, it, it it might be flipped right now because it doesn't. Le, LeBron is basically he's he's got a computer inside of his head. I love the way he yeah. thinks the game. Uh, yeah. He is definitely a basketball player's basketball player, Carlos Boozer. Yeah. I appreciate your time. You wear many hats, and I use that term because I've seen you wear many hats uh, on TV <laughs> and the ACC Network. Uh, we'll talk hoops next time exclusively. But I hope good luck with the book. Every shot counts. Carlos Boozer here on the Adam Gold Show. Take care. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. That was fun. Carlos was fun. I love his laugh. We'll do it again. Yeah, it's good. It was good to have a good time with Carlos Boozer. Yeah. At Wake Med MyCare 365, we deliver convenience others only talk about every day of the year. Primary care and urgent care under one roof. Multiple locations, virtual visits, walk-in or schedule an appointment online. From annual physicals and routine care to sinus infection, strep, or the flu, we couldn't be more convenient. Learn more about our kind of care and our kind of convenience at wakemed.org.